You are listening to the Daily Telegraph News. Hi, I'm Simran Gill from the Daily Telegraph with the top stories for Wednesday, May 15. Bill Shorten is preparing to rob those Labour considers rich but is giving almost nothing more to many of the poorest and some in the middle. Exclusive analysis of how opposition and government plans affect seven household types finds Mr Shorten would take thousands of dollars a year from self-funded retirees and higher single-income families, while currently pledging less than $2 a week more than Scott Morrison to those on $25,000 a year, barely $1 a week extra to $40,000 wage earners, and nothing to those on the dole. In so-called Middle Australia, it shows working couples on about $90,000 each would be no better off under Labour than the Liberal-led coalition. The analysis by the Australian National University's Centre of Social Research and Methods for the Daily Telegraph compares the cost of living impact in 2020 of competing policies for income tax, childcare and superannuation. It also factors in Labour's proposal to end cash refunds on franking credits forecast to raise $56 billion over 10 years. The analysis does not take into account the opposition's plan to strip more than $30 billion of negative gearing and capital gains tax concessions from investors, rich or otherwise, over a decade, or its $27 billion hit on family trusts. These could not be modelled. Cancer fraudster Belle Gibson has revealed a lavish lifestyle of shopping, gambling and travelling despite owing a $410,000 fine during a three-hour interrogation in court. The whole pantry founder was poised as she sat in the witness box at Federal court yesterday and answered questions under oath about her expenditure in the past two years. The Melbourne mother, who was found guilty in 2017 of five breaches of consumer law for her misleading and deceptive conduct as the founder of her health and wellness empire, claimed she had no capacity to pay the fine. But Gibson, 27, admitted to the court she paid $200 for her black dress just last week to specifically wear to the hearing. Outside court, the disgraced wellness guru was also wearing Yves Saint Laurent sunglasses. And her bank account records tendered in court showed transactions for a sports bet account, cryptocurrency and future options trading, as well as multiple afterpay and PayPal payments often used for online shopping. She also took a holiday to South Africa with her eight-year-old son in January. Gibson, who falsely claimed she had brain cancer and cured it by eating whole foods, now claims she does not work and lives off Centrelink payments. The 15 Greenpeace activists who caused chaos as they staged a climate change protest on the Sydney Harbour Bridge yesterday morning are facing fines of up to $22,000 each and a possible stint in prison. Lane 8 of the bridge was closed and ferries were diverted while police mobilised the helicopter, bomb squad and marine unit to deal with the troublemakers. It came at an estimated cost to the taxpayer of $50,000. Greenpeace said the protesters were calling on Prime Minister Scott Morrison to declare a climate emergency to fix the climate disaster and act. Ironically, the eco-activists seem to have been responsible for polluting the skies with analysis showing the police helicopter used for two hours during the operation would have spewed out 1.7 tonnes of carbon dioxide. Mr Morrison said taking action on climate change was important but scolded the protesters for holding up Sydney ciders. In Sidcon, American model Halima Aden is a last-minute addition to Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Australia. The 21-year-old was controversially the first model to wear a hijab and burkini on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition last month. Aden is 
expected to fly into Sydney today as a guest of the week-long fashion festival. Details of whether or not she will walk the runway are still being ironed out, although with her international profile, she's a huge draw card. Aiden will then attend the week's wrap party for telco sponsor Hawaii, which will take place at Bondi Icebergs tomorrow night. In sport, newly re-signed Parramatta coach Brad Arthur's first order of business after penning a new two-year deal will be to convince off-contract fullback Clint Gutherson to join him long-term at the Eels. Parramatta placed a Friday deadline on Gutherson to accept their three-year $1.9 million offer, but there were suggestions last night the Eels may now water down their threat. Gutherson and Arthur share a strong bond. The fullback regularly stated he would not commit to the club until he knew his coach's future. And now for the weather. Sydney, mostly sunny, top of 23 degrees. Canberra, sunny with patches of frost through the morning, 18 degrees. Newcastle, mostly sunny, 23 degrees. And Wollongong, mostly sunny at 20 degrees. And that's all the news for now. If you're after more news, head to dailytelegraph.com.au or subscribe to this podcast. You are listening to The Daily Telegraph News.